0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, a Barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I am your host, Nick Kachanov, and this week is a special week on The Good Vanilla because we have a guest. He is an actor, a stand up comedian, writer, dog dad, a master impressionist of some of my favorite Food Network personalities that he has showcased on TikTok. But most importantly, he is a fan of Ina Garden. Folks, please welcome to the podcast, Remy Germanario.
1: Hi, Nick. It's so good to see you. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. It's just so fun. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Hi.
0: Hi. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't know we invited Aina today. What a surprise.
1: I know. This was my my uh, my gift to you uh, Thank for having you. me on. I pre- I had to do it to start out. You know? Absolutely.
0: I hope we sprinkle some more throughout the entire episode. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Of course. Any chance to talk about Ina. I loved your intro. That's so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. As Ina would say, gentlemen, start your spoons, you know? Ah! <laughs> oh my gosh well I I want to get into this because we have a lot to talk about we have an episode to cover we we have to get to Barbara today oh my gosh! sure do
1: I and I'm a talker so we got we got to do
0: it. I'm excited uh, so I sent you some questions you know that I'm curious to talk about of course we'll talk about TikTok and Reed Drummond and everything but how when did Ina first uh you know when did she when was she on your radar when did you first find out about her
1: well, I have been watching Food Network with my grandmother since I was a kid. My, yeah. my, she, my grandmother, my, my sweet little Cuban grandmother uh, was my babysitter pretty much when my parents oh. didn't watch me. And the main, so when I was younger, her favorite was Rachel Ray. So Rachel Ray was my first introduction to Food Network. And in high school, I started expanding into other chefs and that's when I found Ina. But I really became like obsessed, like big fan probably within about five, six years ago, because I was looking for something like my last TV show of the night, you know, as you're oh, winding sleepy down. Sleepy time TV, yes. It's yes. sleepy time TV. And mm-hmm. so that, and I, that was Ina for me because she's so soothing, right? She's so relaxing, you know, the beautiful atmosphere and it's like ASMR for me, you know, Ina Garten, she really is. And, um So that's when she first came onto the scene and I started thinking she was funny and like realizing how camp she is, like in the best way, because I'd be like kind of like lulling myself to sleep because it was so nice. And then I would hear just like something so left field that she would say like a one liner or just a a weird way to describe something. And I'd be like, what did she say? And I'd have to go (laughs) back. Um, So, yeah, that's 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 really when.
0: I love that. It's interesting. I feel like everyone started out with Rachel Ray because she was huge. Yeah. Like as much as she Rachel was. Ray is Rachel Ray, lover or hater, you know, like cheeseburger stew or whatever she makes on every episode. <laughs> like I, she really was one of those first like personalities to really hit the scene yeah. and thirty but, minute meals. Yeah, of course. And but you're right. It's like I. I mean, I talk so often too about like that after-school time. Like at least on the East Coast, it was like between four and five. Sometimes yes. they would double up if you were lucky enough, and then there was like a like a four to six o'clock window where it would be like Ina, and then like you know, in the earlier days it might have been Paula Dean, but then like eventually mm-hmm. that turned into like Reed Drummond, yeah, uh, with the Pioneer Woman, of course. And mm-hmm. but those were like a winning combo for me, um, and I think that it's like you're right about all those like the weirdness of Ina and like the fact that she can, it's, I think the best part of all of this is that it's its unintentional. She doesn't so know she's funny, but I think what the most important thing is she
1: does have a sense of humor about herself. Yes, it's a great combination. You know, the there's two different kinds of camp where like someone knows they're being campy and it's like intentional camp, or it's like they don't intend to be. And I think that kind of camp is better. But yeah. it's not like I'm making fun of her thing. Like, I'm obsessed with it. I think it's incredible, yes. um, the things she says. And I, I I started posting, before I started doing, like, posting impressions of her, I would just record the one-liners and post them on my Instagram, just, like, without <laughs> comment, just because they were so funny. Yes. Um, God, yeah, there's so many zingers. And now, on my TikToks, I literally went back to, like, my archives of my stories. And now on TikTok, I do a, a series called real things the barefoot contessa has said and i've done like 15 parts of it with some of those one liners that i posted on instagram years ago that really stuck with me
0: i love that i remember well I, yeah i i want to there's so much to say about tiktok too i oh, i want to say no 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 again. it's fine i i it's like my next thing on my list so i'm like itching to get there um it's like you were talking about you know in talking about ina too it's like you're kind of already opening up this conversation too but like what What do you think, like, if you were to, like, explain Ina to someone else, like, what do you think makes her
1: and the show so special? It's aspirational, the show and her. Like, you know, this fabulous beach life, you know, that she lives in the Hamptons with her friends, so it is something aspirational to watch. that's a great great question. I know, it's like the, some, wow. sometimes those
0: questions are the hardest to answer. And like really you've already started to say that too. It's like she's comforting and she's yes. aspirational, but it's not like a lot of her recipes too are attainable. Yeah, sometimes yes. they cost a little bit more, but like you it's this whole world that she's created too, which is hard to yes. like I think that's one of the like the coolest things about the Barefoot Contessa is like she goes, "You know, her friends, you know, Taylor, yeah, you know, Miguel, you know, Michael, you know, you know, Barbara Liberman. Um, yes. but, but it's, it, it is part of this whole like, w- universe that you can just sort of get sucked away for like 30
1: minutes and yeah. really
0: kind of relax.
1: Totally. I yeah. think that's a really, really great way to describe it. And speaking of the universe, like that made me think like, it's not just a cooking show like compared to like Rachel Ray, Rachel Ray since we were just talking about her 30 minute meals yeah. was like I'm going to cook this meal for you in 30 minutes and here's how you do it. And yes, of course she has recipe demonstrations, but it's so much more about the lifestyle of living in the Hamptons and living her life. It's almost yeah. like a little like wholesome reality show of sorts because it's not just recipes, you know.
0: Yeah, she takes her time. I I just there's no rush. I will say like on, like, now Discovery Plus has, like, all of them, which is incredible. It's, like, a gift yes. to all of us who are Barefoot Contessa fanatics. But some of those earlier episodes, they really do, like, they tried to brand her in such a weird way. Like, they gave her, like, a lot of curls and were kind mm-hmm. of giving her the whole, like, Nigella Lawson sort of, like... Sensual. Yeah, like, bath, Like, when she was in the bathtub. Yes, yeah. yes. And, like, walking through the yard barefoot and, like, it just didn't work. And, like, slowly over time, I think they figured it out, too, because... You know, as we all know, Ina, I do wasn't really on board with the show at first, too. It's like they kind of had to convince her to do it, and I think on that is, that's the like, the, pun intended, the, like the secret ingredient of like this successful show is like she is awkward, as opposed to like a Giada or even a Rachel Ray who was sure. like naturally charming and like really yeah. just gets it. And I think Ina does too. She found her own way, but she doesn't really mind if it's imperfect.
1: I guess, yeah. And yeah. she's not. She may be what isn't a, a natural in front of the the screen at first, like you said. And she found her own voice that has now evolved from maybe seen, as some might say as awkward into something that is so loved. It's yes. like a it's an awkwardness potentially that people are obsessed with and that have be- that's become her brand. Yeah, um, in a very loving way. Yeah,
0: all of those catchphrases like "How easy is that?" or you know even the good vanilla. Like I. Yeah. It's if you know, you know, I guess, too. And like Mm -hmm. one of the things this is like a perfect little transition in the TikTok, too, is like I remember when I first saw your impressions of her. The thing that I love, there are two things that I love a lot about your impressions is the hands. The hands are so important. It's like a little like it's almost like a tap dance thing, you know, because she'll, she'll go like from this side. She's like. A barbecue, breakfast, what's not to love. It's just like this and she has like the rubbing of the hands together. Yeah. You know, but like it really is this sort of I don't know. She has to it's just how she does it. And it's sort of become nice. the way that she presents stuff. And this sort I don't even know how to describe this too, but this sort of like the stop in your throat. Like
1: Yep. <laughs> it's the, yep. yes.
0: I love how <laughs> you amp it up. Because she doesn't she doesn't do it like in every <laughs> sentence, but I love no. that you just like Poured it on. I love
1: it. Thank you. It's yeah, that has evolved over time. If you look back at like older videos, of yeah, me, I didn't used to do that. And now I can't not do it. And <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. And like people, some people like will be like really like picky on TikTok and being, you're too, you're doing too many. <laughs> you know, she doesn't sure. do that. But it's like what's interesting about you know, I, my impression is not a perfect impression, it's yeah. a caricature, you yeah, know, it's a parody. Sure. I'm not trying to do this perfect impression of her. However, as a comedian, I do like to look, what, what I find fun to do as a comedian is take those small uh, features or characteristics like the hands or the little cough that she does and enhance them for the comedy, really overdo it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a lot of the times I've realized her <clears throat> is actually more of a laugh but yeah, I do it as this. Like, <laughs> I wonder what's going on. <laughs> Jeffrey and I are going to the hands, t- you know, like, yeah, stuff yeah, like that. sure,
0: sure. I love that. I, I there is because, uh, like, a lot of times, too, I feel like Ina, at least my Ina, is like a, a it's very like Kim Cottrell and Sex in the City. It's very yes. like long, you know, um, you know, there's only really one thing I want to do on my birthday, spend it with yep. my closest friends. Hmm, you know, it's just like it is. And she gets in different moods. Sometimes she's a little bit more amped up, but like mm-hmm. amped up for Aina is like a four out of ten, which I love. Fantas, I love Yeah, yeah you know. when her voice goes a little higher,
1: Ack. To, I love when she like says act. Yeah. My favorite is yikes. Yikes! Yes. Yikes! Yes. <laughs> I I have to include the the cough in every video, and I try to include a yikes in every video because people like tend yes, to like that one. The yikes and is it, perfect. It's funny you mentioned Kim Cattrall because one time I did. I kept getting that you sound like Kim Cattrall in like comments, and I did a video like last year or something where I did Ina Garten phrases comparing Ina and Kim doing it. So <gasps> I had Ki- I love that I had like Kim Cattrall do Ina phrases. So you know Ina's like how bad could that be? And Kim would be like how bad could that be? You yes. know, like, just you know, it's just
0: like stretching that out a little bit too. And I love like a uh, sometimes she can just get a little sleepy. Ina yes. you know what I mean? And it's like yeah. early not earlier seasons, but like I don't know, there's a very specific Ina in my mind. I feel like everyone it's like what era of SNL is your favorite? Like what era yes. of know you know, cuz like a lot of people know her of what she is now and in going back and revisiting these episodes it's just like whoa, you have evolved so much yeah. and um but it's it truly is amazing to see what she's created to because she is this sort of like not only is she just like uh, uh, like a juggernaut Food Network personality too. She's like she's a gay icon, and like absolutely, and I, it's and all as all true gay icons. You really can't explain why. You know, you probably could if yeah. you wanted to put it into words. But like when I was yeah. asking you, like, what does Ina garden mean to you? It's hard. It's hard. It's like it's really she's hard. everything, and we love her, and um, it just I don't know. It just like checks this sort of box with me, and I, I just love how funny she
1: is. So I, it's really, funny. It's truly and, one of the top things for me. Yeah. And unintentionally funny, kind of like you were saying, yes. though she has, though she now I think has a sense of it. And I think sure. she she arps in it. I think the thing that makes her a gay icon, which you're so right about is that we, I think she's unapologetically bougie. You right. know what I mean? And like we in gay culture, I think are very drawn to fabulous women. Oh
0: yeah. You know, for you
1: know, if we're going with the stereotype, you know, like sure. we we you know we love the Judy Garlands and the Barbara Streisands. They're extravagant. We love extravagance. I mean, if look back at the um, you know, the queer culture in the ball scene in the nineteen eighties. it was these these queer people um wanting to be these fabulous yes fabulous like executive version. realness or yeah, yeah.
0: This is like you coastal know. grandmother realness, is what it is. Yes. Really. And it's yes. You know, the Nancy Myers mold, you know what I mean? It's sort of like it's it's that. And I there was something you were saying about oh, we were talking about Ina. I had like six different thoughts at once too.
1: Welcome to my world. <laughs> I know, right? I This is what we this is what we call a gay tangent where we start to talk about something else. I remember. Then... I remember now. Okay. Okay, bring going. it back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um
0: my friend Robbie, I had him as a guest. Um a while back and he said that ina garden is a gay man like let it be known like I think it and it makes so much more sense you know as far as just like it's not like she likes nice things she's like this yeah. rich fabulous person she's she's worked all her life to be this person and I think a lot of people don't know you know she had the specialty food store she worked like around the clock to make. career what it was too and then it just like eventually they said hey why don't you make a tv show and but i still feel like she works constantly too
1: and the other thing is is that not only has she worked so hard like in the food industry like in her store and um with her cooking show but like even before that she was such a hard worker she wrote the nuclear energy budget for the ford and carter administration so her life hasn't always been about this like Fabulous East Hampton life, necessarily.
0: Yeah, she's a smart cookie, and I—I I don't know if you've. I, this is one question I didn't put on my list, but have you ever met and/or at least like seen her, in you know, out in the wild
1: or anywhere else in your I life ne- as of yet? I, I have never seen or met or interacted with Ina. Sadly, okay. I don't. I get. I get asked all the time if she's seen my videos. I don't know. Sure. Um, you never know. Maybe. Uh, I did once was visiting East Hampton and I drove by her house, uh, which I couldn't really see because it was like behind like shrubbery and like yeah. a gate and everything, but I did drive by it and I was, I was, I was in the, the, the town where it happens, yes. uh, it, you know, so I went to like the Cinderella she always goes to, and, you know, I went to the bookstore where all of her book, book, um, cookbooks are, so no, I've never, never seen her or met her, but hopefully one day. I know. I don't know, I don't know what I would train. do. I don't know what I would do because I just don't know how she'd react. I mean, I'd get a little starstruck, probably. Yeah.
0: I I don't know if you follow. Um, his name is Trent Pfeiffer, but Storebot is fine. It's his Instagram? Yes. Handle. Yeah. We yes. follow each He's other. Yeah. So lovely. I had him as a guest a while back too, and he has he has the story of all stories. Like he ran yeah. into Jeffrey and Ina in Paris, and like you know, he he waited until they finished their meal, and then he went up and like told them. Who he was, but, and I think she even knew she was like, oh yeah, Storebot is fine, because people were like tagging her or like mentioning yeah. him in her comments. So it was like the perfect setup. I, f- yeah. I just feel like it's so hard to get to that point, at least, too. But totally. um, I don't know what I would do. Like, I really don't. Because it's like, how do you walk up to... S- and, like, what's worse is, like, if you're with someone who, would like, is pushing you to say hi. Like, you got you gotta to say hi. It's like... Yeah. I, I'm really bad with all that stuff. It's like, of course, I desperately want to. But, like, I, yeah. I, I really try to respect, totally. you know, anyone who has, like, any um, amount
1: of fame or... You yeah. Know, like it was probably getting bugged all the time. But...
0: Oh, and everyone's just dream. people
1: and, and everyone's just people and you have to say it in some way that well they signed on for this sure you know, they have to know but like I feel like she would appreciate that you and even if you did approach her having that mindset of I don't want to bug you you would probably yeah. approach her in a way that would be uh, uh, acceptable to her because yeah, you would be like I wouldn't oh my god, my god oh my god oh my god you know yes. what I mean you'd be like hey I'm really sorry to bug you but You know, you mean a lot to me. And I'm coming over Uh, on Saturday for brunch. ah! (laughs) (laughs) I I
0: saw her live twice because she does book tours. And she just basically comes to cities. So she came to Pittsburgh and like, She sells out the theater. It's it's the moms and the gays. Uh, It's like it's all it's it's mayhem. It's so fun. And it's just an interview. And like I've seen her twice. And a lot of the answers are the same. You know, she tells some of the same stories. But I, I still that was the closest I've ever been to her. And, you know, she wore like black on black both times. I loved it.
1: Did you get us? did you, did she sign your book?
0: She, there wasn't necessarily, I know they have like book signings, you know, and like Barnes and Nobles and other places too, but. Right. And they sold, Um. I think, I can't remember what cookbooks were out when I went to see her, but I, I think I already had them. And I think she was selling signed copies, but she was, she herself was not signing She copies, wasn't physically yeah. signing it. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't any like VIP package. If there was, I'd probably buy it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, <laughs> me too. I think it'd be and the I'm, easiest way. I'm... Yeah. And I'm not one to get starstruck over people, but I probably would. With yeah, her. I'd
0: I'd pay for Ina. I'd pay to like yeah. have like a five second interaction. Um, but, oh, she's such a dream. I, I know. we have to we have to talk about. Um, so I was mentioning before too. Not only do you do Ina impressions, you do you do so many too, which I enjoy on the TikTok. Aww, it's thanks. not just re Drummond and um and Ina, but at the same time. You have met the Pioneer Woman. You have gone to her. You've gone to her ranch, Remy.
1: Yes, I have been on the ranch, y'all. It was a very surreal experience. About a year ago, um, at this point, uh, it it was very surreal how how it all happened. And I'm wearing my Pioneer Woman the Drum and Ranch T-shirt. Yes, which which I did receive on my my visit, of course. Oh my
0: God, I love this. So yeah, because it, it felt like it happened quickly. I mean, I I I just feel like you were. You've been doing impressions of her and then you were contacted. And then I think it's 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 one to be contacted. And it's another
1: thing to just like (laughs) go to the ranch. I would be freaking out. It was, I mean, it's even more wilder than you're even saying, to be quite honest. So here's the tea. I'll try to make this. Go on, yes. No, take uh, as much time as you need. (laughs) Well, the lead up will be, I'll give you the spark notes version. So like the long story short of it, to give a context about like just my doing my ticker. So I'm like, I can, I'm an actor first, right? And I kind of got into comedy specifically, like later in my life, like about seven years ago, um, at this five, seven years ago at this point, Mm -hmm. um, Like really, I really focused on comedy and used that as an additional hyphen to my acting. And I had done Dare for Contessa uh, impressions for a few years, whether I had to do it for my character reels for like when I have to audition for SNL, you know, every every comedian every year submits their reel to SNL, you know, to be considered, you know, I was on the sketch team at UCB um, Mm -hmm. for a second. Anytime I auditioned for UCB, I had to have a reel with impressions and I would have her I was never big on the social media comedy content creation. I just couldn't crack the code. It's not necessarily where my passion, you know, lied at that point. Yeah. And, you know, when TikTok was becoming a thing over the pandemic, I was like, well, I know I should try to do more online stuff, um, just cuz it's a good part of, you know, my business now. And I posted a few Ina videos and one went viral. And that kind of started this trend where the algorithm was in my favor for a little bit. Yeah, uh, where I I started gaining these followers, most starting with Barefoot Contessa, and then I started getting comments of "You should do this chef," and "You should do this chef," and "You should do this chef," and I had never like watched the. Sh- I obviously seen you know most of the people that they had said, but I had never watched with the intent of impersonating. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So Re was the other like the most requested person besides yeah. Ina um she was the most requested so I'd seen her show but I sat down and really watched it you know um to really and she was hard to to find
0: yeah at first
1: just because she's just like a very sweet like down-to-earth person Yes. um so she was hard to fi- uh, to to get into um to find her quirks just because yes, she's just because so, she's just so lovely uh-huh. you know what I mean Um, and so I started posting about her and maybe on the second video I had posted about her, you know, she's big on social media. Like she does, she does her social media because that's how she got big with her blog. That's awesome. You know, back back in the day. And so I got a comment on one, and the com I still remember the comment because I screamed on my couch when I saw it. (laughs) And she she commented, I've brought this on myself. (laughs) Um, I love that. And she has such a great sense of humor. And I responded and she was like, I love your impressions, you know, keep keep doing them. And coincidentally, later that summer, and she followed me, we followed each other. So that was cool. I was like, Oh, she followed me. She likes the big right. Yeah, that's enough. Big win. And then I just so happened later that summer to be doing a road trip around the country. I love road trips. I try to do them as much as I can. Yes. And I was planning on going through Oklahoma even before I had started impersonating her just because I'd never been to Oklahoma. Uh-huh. And I said to her in a comment, I go, you know, I'm going to be doing a road trip this summer, uh, going through Oklahoma. I'll be sure to stop at your restaurant. Not expecting much. Sure. You know what I mean? I was just like, I'll go to your, there. you know, and she goes, let me know when you're in my neck of the woods. <gasps> oh my and so gosh. I know. And so I did. And, uh, Lo and behold, I showed up. Uh, I got to stay a night in her hotel in Pawhuska, which was so nice. I got to eat at her restaurant, uh, the mercantile. Uh, yes. I got The the shopping was amazing. And the staff was so kind to me. I I, I felt like it was imposter syndrome a little bit. Sure. <laughs> I was like, everyone's so nice. I feel like I'm just this, like, little comedian <laughs> who's like, I'm like, it, they just treated me so, so nicely. Um, and ugh, Ree's so funny because she was, she's such a, a mom, like a caretaker. Yeah. That she was of course like looking out for me and she was like, hey, I'm, she she emailed me and she was like, hey, uh, I'm at my son's football game today but if you maybe wanted to come to the ranch later um, to hang for a little bit, maybe we can do a video, let me know. And she was like, but don't worry if you're tired. I know you're on vacation if you don't want that. And I was just like, of course I want to. Yes. um And so I had to, first of all, she, she lives in the middle of nowhere. I was her ranch say, is. yeah. I had to be given paper directions because I couldn't look it up on a map. And uh, I drove, it was, uh, you know, about 20, 25 minutes from the center of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and my I was borrowing my mom's car and it was a gravel road. And, and she, <laughs> tiny little, tiny little car made it. And yeah, I showed up. At, I was at the lodge, which is where she, um, Films the show. Okay. Uh and she does like tours there. Not her personally, but like oh, they do cool. tour, they do tours at the lodge. But it was like at the end of the day. So it was just me. And uh I got there early. And so then I see her coming in the distance in her car. And I just like recorded a video. I go, there's Reed Drummond coming to see me. Yeah. And uh yeah, we hung out for like two hours before we even recorded a video. Whoa. Um we just, you know, gabbed. Um of you course. Know, we talked about- you know we talked about musicals um she's a big les miserables fan of course as is, yeah. as is my fiance um we talked about our dogs i you know I t- she gave me a little tour of the lodge talked about so so much and then it was getting dark and we were like oh i guess we should record this um so we have the light and she was so cute she was like i need you to direct me and give me line readings because i want to do it right um and she was such a good sport and it was just funny because I was dressed as her in this terrible wig from Amazon. <laughs> yes, of it. I had I'd forgotten the socks that I use for for bosoms, so I was uh, flat chested that day. Um, it worked. And it was, and she was just such a good sport. Uh, I had a great time. Oh, what a. And dream. then I went back to the hotel and ordered uh, room service because it's her favorite thing. She loves room service uh, yes. from her from her pizza re. Uh, Oh, that's cute! So I love cute. that. Yeah, I love. That
0: was a long story. It was worth every second. I, I love that she is everything and more that you want her to be too. I just feel like that is a rarity. You know, I, I just feel like not everyone would take the time out to do yeah. that, or if they did, it's like a quick, like ten, fifteen minutes, and whatever. But ugh, what a dream! Yeah, I'll it was, and...
1: It was. It was just. Yeah, it really was. It wasn't. It wasn't just like a a, a press opportunity or anything yeah. like that. It was like a genuine connection There's that she moment. wanted to make. You know, and and yeah. it was fun. Like she was having fun too. She Todd, her son, uh-huh. is the one who found me and showed her to her. And she was like, um, can she was like, can you record a message for Todd? <laughs> um, so she like got her phone out and she and so I was like. Hi, Todd. It's your mother. I love you so much. And,
0: uh, you know. There's like a little bit of like Drew Barrymore. Drew in Barrymore. The a little bit, but yep. it's, it's exactly, that's exactly it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So of course, like we're talking about Ina and Ree and everyone too. And I, I want to go back to Ina for a second and and really kind of ask you are, you, are you an avid cooker? Do you like Ina's cookbooks? Have you made her recipes? Have you tasted her recipes? <sighs>
1: I might lose my Ina card for this one. It's All okay. Right?
0: Honestly, I'm pretty bad too. So if it's, yeah, go for it. Listen, okay. So
1: <laughs> I am not a chef. I'm not a cooker. I, my fiance is the the chef of our household. Sure. Um, when I do cook, it has to be like one of those, like uh, in a box recipes where like, <laughs> you know, like the delivery where they, um, oh yeah.
0: Like hello fresh like, or something. Like hello yeah. fresh.
1: So I can follow the directions. It's pre-portioned. And even then, sometimes I mess it up. Um, But like, I hate kind of coming up with my own recipes and cooking doesn't bring me joy. You're probably asking, Remy, why do you love Food Network so much then if cooking does not bring you joy? Mm -hmm. Me personally, cooking does not bring me joy, but watching others cook and talk about cooking, like I said, is like ASMR for me. And not just Ina, watching cooking shows is soothing for me. That's why I love watching them near the end of the night Cause it's just so relaxing and, and therapeutic. And so I watched them for that and not for the recipes, to be honest, like I'll salivate yeah. over them, but I'm not going to cook them. I'm not going to lie. Yeah,
0: uh, I, I totally get that. I, I have, I think like, I don't know, like six of Ina's cookbooks and I probably made like three recipes and I always say yeah. on the podcast, I'm like, I think I'll make this. And then I never do. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm but sure I'm, they're I'm sure they're yeah, amazing. They are. They're like...
0: foolproof. Like they really everyone who I've talked to that makes them um, raves about them. And I I've, I've had like her cho- like other people make her chocolate cake before mm-hmm. and other delicious things. Like her sweets are really good. And you know, her dishes What are about
1: perfect. the roast chicken on Friday night? <laughs> <it>? Fabulous. Chef <laughs> is <Jeffrey's> fine forever. <laughs> yikes.
0: I mean, it's yikes. Roast chicken again. I what? I I agree. It's like I I should be more proactive about it too. But then you know you look at Storebot is fine. Trent is just like killing it. Like he's already done. Yeah. it. He's already cornered the market. It's like I don't want to touch that. He's um, done the
1: thing. He's maybe done nobody, the thing.
0: Yeah. Maybe you know some extra bonus content for the good vanilla is me stumbling through a, a recipe or two. Yeah. One could- day.
1: That could be fun. Yeah, I think um, cool. that could be really fun. I, I, on TikTok, I started to, I haven't done it in a second, but I, I started doing live videos where I would attempt to cook and yeah. like, I, d- I didn't know what to do. And so my, the people who were watching would tell me what to do and I would follow their directions. Yeah. Um, you know, I but I that. love them. I love watching them cook, but yes. I, I'm just not a cook. I'm not a cook. Like I'm, okay. I, it, it's, I can't reiterate how soothing it is for me. Me and my fiance were just in Canada. In Quebec city. Yes. And we went to like a tasting menu restaurant for my birthday and the, and the food that came out was so beautiful, but the sommelier, whenever she would come out for each course to explain what the new wine was going to be, the way she described the wine gave me goosebumps. And as I drank more and more wine, when she came over, I started to tear up a little bit because it was so beautiful how (laughs) she was describing it. That's what, Food network is
0: for me. Yes, I agree. I like watching it. I, I remember, I mean, besides like racing home in high school to watch it, I, I just feel like it's a nice Saturday, like you know, a sleepy Saturday afternoon, sort yeah. of like going in and out. It's perfect. Mm. Well, I guess we should get into this episode. Speaking of watching <laughs> people cook.
1: Fabulous. <laughs>
0: so this is, is that? you requested this episode uh off of just <laughs> one video that you have made too and and because i uh, often ask i usually have the guests pick the episode or if there's like a recipe that you liked or uh you know if you want a tr episode or something so you pick this who doesn't episode. want a tr i know hottie hottie so this episode, this is um back to basic season two, episode six, and this is called Birthday Breakfast. But this is the end. We're gonna get, we're gonna break it down, but just to kind of tease it, this is the episode where we're celebrating Bobby the Liverman's birthday. And Barbara comes over, and makes blood orange mimosas, but she changes up the recipe. And
1: can you believe it? Challenges Miss Garten herself. And has not only ch- not only challenges, but has the gall to say, don't you think that's better? I know.
0: And Ina is, we'll get into it. But like, sorry, I, no, I, no, no. I, it's, I mean, it's such a good moment. I, and it's so funny because I do, um, I, I had Ben Mandelker from Watch for Crappens a couple of weeks ago. And he he said, you know, Ina Garden is true. Or Ina Garden, Barbara is like the true villain of the East Hampton <laughs> universe. But with that being said, she's not a villain, but like no. she just, it's fun to like, I don't know to poke poke fun at her. You know what I mean? Because she's camp- so yes.
1: In this campy universe that we have developed, we love yes. I villain is a it's funny in a in, in a funny yeah. way. Yeah,
0: yeah. So Ina sets this up. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do my Ina for you, which is not Let's as here. It. It. It's it's more Kim Cattrall. It is not you know. It's not as studied as you, but I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll get into this. So Ina begins. And I can, I always love where Ina is like standing. I didn't write down where she was. Sometimes she's out in the yard. Sometimes mm-hmm. she's like leaning against the wall. Sometimes she's in front of her couch. You never know. Um, you did great
1: hands just now, man. Yeah, say. I mean, I,
0: usually I do have to do the hands when I'm doing this opening. Um, okay, so here we go. Let me, let me move my notes over here. So Ina begins. I have my notes right here yes. and on my phone.
1: I'm not texting.
0: <laughs> she says, there's really only one thing I want to do on my birthday. Spend it with my closest friends. And I assume everybody else does too. <laughs> it's my friend Bobby Liberman's birthday and I'm co- cooking up a fabulous breakfast barbecue on my terrace for him, his wife, Barbara and their wonderful friends, the Benton's. I'm becoming a short order cook and serving up scrambled eggs with goat cheese right on the grill. Plus, a big pan of country hash browns, all golden with potatoes, ham, and fresh herbs. There'll be grilled cherry tomato kebabs and breakfast sausages with mustard sauce. Plus, moist, delicious corn muffins. And Barbara will be making blood orange mimosas for everyone. Plus, my friend Michael from Bridgehampton Flores has offered to do a table setting for us. This is, I I almost said shopping. This is shaping up to be one amazing barbecue. It's back to basics on breakfast barbecues.
1: <laughs> That's a long one. That's a long one. Good for her for memorizing it. She probably didn't,
0: but. I was just going to say, I would love to write her intros because they're so funny.
1: Um, I have my favorite one. But first of all, very, good, very, very oh, thank good. Thank you. It's all about you the inflection. The- you did like a more like accurate one, like of how she actually sounds. Sure, you know, like yes, not, not like how my wo- that be? not one of my whatever the hell I do. <laughs> you know, I, I have I have my favorite Ina intro memorized. You do? Can you do it for us? <clears throat> All right, please. <clears> throat> I, my throat's a little bit raspy. Anyway, <laughs> since we live by the water, Jeffrey's always saying, "Let's get." boat i think oh great i'm gonna learn how to sail and after i'm gonna swab the deck i don't think so yikes that's
0: i feel like that was one of the intros that i did in like the last couple weeks because no way. Might, well although i will say there are a couple boat episodes this is like a, a very common thing yeah like i'd say there's probably like close to five because jeffrey wants that boat because that, that was another episode with Barbara where they went on the boat. It was a tugboat they bought. Um, but there's another one as well, too, where she's like, Jeffrey wants to buy a boat, you know, and, and all the stuff that you yeah. just said. But, like, so we're going to go down to the water and just look at the boats. Hmm. You know, it's hmm. like I, yeah. I her, hmm. her hum is one of my favorite nuances hmm. of hers. Yeah, like, I wonder
1: what that's about.
0: <laughs> I hope we don't have to call the fire department. Hmm. <laughs> <And> Jeffrey's <laughs> at the grill, you know. Oh, that's great. <laughs> You have so, a
1: great impression. You really do. Oh well,
0: thank you so much. I've worked. I've worked hard at it over the years. Um, I should.
1: I should just retire now. <laughs>
0: so, first things first, Remy, are you okay. a are you a breakfast fanatic? Does
1: this sound I, good to you? Do you love a brunch? I love breakfast and I love brunch. I. Uh, uh, I have my brunch crew. We have a text thread, um, uh-huh. and we've had some fabulous brunches ourselves. Uh, And yeah, I love breakfast. It's my favorite meal of the day, I would say. Same. How about about you?
0: I agree. I I am. My happy place is like making breakfast on a Saturday morning by myself. Mm. Like, I love my boyfriend, but like, you know, I like like the idea of just like letting him sleep and like maybe bringing him coffee if he wants it. But like, I, I just really enjoy making breakfast. So this is like, I don't know if I'd love to do the whole grill thing, you know, but it's it seems it like a lot of work. Yeah, she rents that whole grill. Let's yeah, let's get into this. Okay. So it Ina seems starts like a lot some,
1: of extra work.
0: And it's that grill was so big. I don't Huge. know why should, Yeah, it so, okay. was
1: and there were only like six people at the party, I feel.
0: I know. It's like she's really not making she doesn't really need it, but you know, Ina's not one to, you know, she's gonna go big or go home. Oh yeah. Um so she starts out with these corn muffins, which sound delicious i love a corn muffin i love it because it's like it kind of was like the desserts or sort of like the birthday cake like cupcake in this scenario she
1: was like i'll spare you the birthday cake
0: yeah i know she's like nobody needs to sing happy birthday anymore um but she you know a lot of the the usual uh, suspects as far as ingredients um there's really not anything too out of the loop for these muffins but they they seem great um
1: i yeah go ahead did you love how she introduced that she was doing muffins as if it was like this deep, dark secret? She's like, I have to admit, I love corn muffins. And my father used to love corn muffins too. Like she was like, I, she, it was like confusing he to her. It while- on, yes. And I'm just like, it's a corn muffin. Like,
0: <laughs> like it was some gene, a- the corn muffin gene. Yeah,
1: yeah it's not cilantro.
0: <laughs> no, no cilantro. Do you, are you a cilantro fanatic? hate it, hate it, wow, me
1: and my fiance both hate it, disgusting,
0: so you, you, I've never, I mean, I feel like I've probably come across someone who doesn't like cilantro in the past, but does it indeed taste like soap to you, or is it just like, dang,
1: I know, it's bad, I don't like it at all, I also don't like olives, and I don't like capers, fair enough,
0: I, it took me a long time to like olives, I kind of forced myself to like them, and capers are great too, but I don't like all I love like olives in a martini. I love a olive, sure. like, um, you know, if it's like a hummus and olive platter, but I don't like olive, I don't like olive on pizza. I don't think I'll ever No. Eat I'll eat it, but I'm not gonna run towards that. No, thanks. But, uh, and of course, I love EVOO. Of course, bring it back to Rachel Ray. <laughs> um,
1: this so, is another gay tangent for of us, of course.
0: Yes, more to come. So as she's scooping these muffins, she tells us that Michael offered to help with the table setting. And who wouldn't turn that down? Um, Michael has my heart. I think he's, he's probably one of my, like him, Miguel. I think T.R., you know, T.R. is handsome. Yeah. And he's so good on camera. But, like, I don't know. I, like, I prefer her other friends. I wouldn't, I would just feel nervous hanging around TR
1: (laughs) (laughs) no Uh, I get you'd feel more at home with uh Michael and Miguel yeah
0: Michael's great um so we cut to Michael in the backyard he's sporting you know he's always sporting a sweater usually it's orange but he has pink on today and uh Ina called when oh he says when Ina called about the birthday bash I stepped right in a help what are friends for and then this is where that rental comes up and um they carry this huge grill across the yard and you know, they kind of just set it down and leave and Michael thanks them. He's like, I've got so much to do. I better crack on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Michael is so cute with this script that he was given. And he like very clearly memorized the script and it was just adorable. Um, yeah, he's like, he's like, Oh, sounds like the rental people are here. (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: It's so cute. But again, part of the charm. I love an awkward interaction because one of my favorite things too is like when Ina has to deal, not deal, when she has to interact with people who are not as comfortable because she has to try to like lead them through it. But she herself is like, it's not the blind leading the blind because Ina knows what she's doing at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it makes for some good laughs. Incredible laughs. Yes. Uh, So we're back in the kitchen. Uh, Ina's taking the muffins out of the oven. They look so good. Also, uh, Ina looks so good. Have you noticed how beautiful she looks in this? I I mean, she's always beautiful to me. Well, of but course, what, what, but like extra what special. She,
1: she I, like, her makeup was especially on point. Like, uh, it, she she just looked extra radiant. I don't think I
0: even noticed. How dare me. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you noticed. Viewers,
1: viewers clock. Yes. it. I mean, she, again, yes. she always looks great, but like, it was like an especially, like, oh my goodness. There I, was like, I, you something know, it's, a little the livermen's are
0: coming different. over. <laughs> I mean, uh, so now she is uh, it's time for some scrambled eggs she's cooking 16 eggs three to four eggs per person which I kind of love to be honest because oh, yeah I can house some scrambled eggs they always go mm. down pretty pretty quick um one of my favorite things is Ina tossing eggshells into the sink the way she just like whacks them in there I love that so funny. um so she gives it a big whisk you know it's it's scrambled eggs um so now it's time to arrange the muffins onto a board with like a little tea towel under them. And after the break, it's time for some country hash browns. And she basically cooks these about 95% of the way. Like these, she heats them up on the grill, but like she does most of the cooking inside the house, which is
1: fun. Yes, yes. Um, Also scrambled eggs are like one of the only things I actually know how to make. So it was, I felt very like, all right, I can can do do this. I can do this, yeah. My grandmother taught me.
0: Uh, yes, of course. It's like a staple. I feel like it's scrambled eggs yeah. and like, I don't know, mac and
1: cheese or pasta of some sort, you know. I just remember being so amazed when I first saw scrambled eggs that like it's like liquid and then you move it and it becomes solid. Yeah. With I this, was memory, it was like magic. I will say these eggs are a little soupy
0: for my taste towards the mama, end. Mama, mama, I they were
1: the same thing. But I feel like that's
0: like, that's her preferred way because she's had a couple egg- uh, episodes, you know, there's like a high wire egg episode, I think, yes. and back to basics and stuff. And I think a lot of people do. It feels like a European thing that people do prefer like a little bit of a runnier. Because I was like, they're not done yet. What are you doing here? But yeah. I, it's also fine. I would still eat it, but I wouldn't. I don't know. I like my eggs to be a little bit on the firm side. A couple more I minutes. fully agree. I yeah. I would
1: argue that I like them ever so slightly dry.
0: Yeah. To be honest, I. I don't know. Cause it starts to feel like, even though I like an over easy egg, like I just have to like separate those two out. Like I don't want, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want a runny over easy egg either too. No. That's, that's not great. No. Um, but we move on to the potatoes. These look great. I mean, I love yeah. a good like hash brown or, you know, and it's like home fry situation. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I think one of the best parts of breakfast, in my opinion, I got to have like an egg. I got to have like a potato, some kind of toast. Ah, uh, it's delish
1: i fully respect that nick yeah i really do i would argue that home fries are my least favorite part <gasps> of breakfast dun, 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 dun. i know why I hate, is that i hate cilantro. i hope you still want to be my friend uh <laughs> after i hate cilantro i know I i'm cook. adding to the list um i like but that's the thing i like potatoes it's just like with breakfast it's so heavy and i like the, like eggs and bacon and toast and like grits or stuff, like so much better than I. It's just potatoes feel very dinner to me. If it's sure, but, yeah, I could see ha, that. However, mm-hmm. I love a hash brown.
0: I was just gonna ask. That was my next question. Okay, redeemed. You redeemed yourself. Give me yes. a
1: hash brown, but <laughs> yes. like, po- like cubed potatoes. I'm like dinner.
0: Ooh. But i see I where you're coming you, from yeah okay no, yeah i i respect your stance as well too but i i would be all over these um and she oh, i would
1: too if Ina garten made me the potatoes yes. i, oh I my would gosh. Eat them. yeah we would
0: eat them um and i'm looking at the ingredients here obviously there are potatoes she has some scallions some parsley um i love when aina does this and she's like and then the last ingredient i thought maybe some bacon Maybe just one slice of smoked ham. Like she pretends she's gonna go in another direction, uh, but
1: she like she already knows.
0: She's like, I was thinking, she, hmm, bacon, Canadian bacon, <laughs> and
1: she's like, she's smoked like, ham. Like she's made it in the test kitchen already, like three yeah. times to try you can't to figure pull out the fast she, one.
0: On no, us, she knows Ina.
1: exactly what she's doing.
0: Uh, then she talks about Michael again was so busy with his store but he said he'd take a few minutes to pop over i can't wait to see what he's doing and (laughs) we cut to michael arranging these beautiful flowers green cymbidiums cymbidiums yes
1: i had never heard of those. but i have not either they were cool i will
0: say one of michael's more modest uh arrangements you know what i mean i absolutely even though these are beautiful it's like in this sort of like low vase that you I don't know how to describe it it's like this centerpiece thing long ways you know what I mean how would you
1: describe yeah it? it's it's like a a like pedestal a of, yeah a, a trough is a great word for it that's there a very good word for it there's like and I loved what he, flowers. yeah and I loved what he said when he was like uh uh he was like I know everyone thinks Ina likes orange flowers but she also likes green <laughs> he's like stop sending orange flowers
0: yeah. but it's true I mean I yeah uh michael is so cute um we're back in the kitchen Ina tastes a potato she says perfect uh now it's time for some tomato kebabs and this is where i kind of draw the line i don't need there's something about a cherry tomato that's just like roasted or grilled that like and i love tomatoes i love tomatoes in any capacity but it just feels like I don't see the draw towards this. I would put it like in my eggs. I would take my fork and like s- like take them all off. I need them with something. I don't know if you feel the same way.
1: I think we are finally seeing eye to eye. There we uh, go. On something I fully agree. <laughs> I don't love, unless it's like a sauce, obviously like a tomato sauce. Like I don't yeah. love, I don't love hot tomatoes. Yes, that, You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. I I don't love hot tomatoes. They have a weird texture
0: to me. Yeah, they're like, Eyeballs or so. I don't know. It's like, yeah, and I don't mind. I don't mind like the burst of like a cherry tomato, like a raw cherry tomato, like that's mm, fine. yeah, I don't know. The skin just kind of deflates a little bit. It just doesn't look wrinkly, as, yeah, it doesn't it's not as appetizing. It's a quick little side dish. I'll give you that much, but sure. I,
1: I i i I wouldn't need that. I um, wonder if she just did it because she was like, I have to do something else on this grill. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. a grilling, you know, I have She's to get some off. toast. Get some
0: toast on there,
1: Ina. Yeah, can you? I guess you can grill toast. Yeah. My yeah. Little, that's how bad of a cook I am. I was like, <laughs> can you make toast on a grill? I don't you know. You can't.
0: You just have to like watch it. it it's because it can easily burst in the flames. Um, <laughs> yikes. Yikes. Hope we don't have to call the fire department. Um,
1: <laughs> so we're my back- dear friend of the fire department's coming to turn out the fire in my house.
0: <laughs> yes, I love this. Uh, so I
1: decided to make them cook. I don't know. I'm, I'm here. <laughs>
0: I feel like that is an episode. There's some awkward episode where Ina goes to like the fire department and like tries to relate to the blue collar men. And it's just like, it's, I don't know. Eventually I'll cover that episode, but it's, it's a lot. Um, Stay tuned. Yes. So we're back with Michael who is wrapping these like gorgeous blankets. This is like luxury yes! at its finest. I love the idea of this. He puts them in this like big, beautiful baskets. And I mean, this is really what I want my Ina garden. Like visit to her house to be, you know, with a blanket there, like with some coffee, sitting on the terrace. It's it's a dream.
1: And their their outfits were very appropriate for this either spring or fall day. It wasn't summer, yeah. Right? So like so, Ina had like a little sweater tied around her. Um, she did. And and Barbara Lieberman had the the popped the popped collar underneath the, the underneath the sweater. It was and to go with the blankets. it's very cozy.
0: It was. And it's a shame because Michael can't attend the party. He's like, I have such a busy day, uh, but the table looks good. And I, my my note was a little sparse for Michael, but again, sure. simple, elegant, it's fine.
1: It, the way uh, he also said, like, I can't attend, almost made it sound like he wasn't invited.
0: <laughs> no in way. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe that was his own, like, he just like improv that line. God, um, so funny. So Ina loads up a tray to take out to the grill, which includes the scrambled egg mixture, some butter, the breakfast sausages and a little mustard sauce for the breakfast sausages. Mm-hmm. And she says, this is for Bobby Liverman, So it's got to be good. Um, so Ina walks <laughs> out. so good. <laughs> she walks to the backyard and she loves Michael's table setting, which I love. Like, I just love yeah. I I love how much she loves Michael. I always love them yeah. together. She gives Michael a little smooch
1: yeah and uh, always and, a good support yeah
0: and then he sort of flits away and um it's time to get grilling so and this yeah I wrote I know wrapped a sweater around her but I guess she already had it on um and she starts to cook the breakfast sausages and she's talking about Robert Benton and I knew that name sounded familiar so she's like he's this fabulous director and his wife Sally's an incredible painter. Uh, but Robert Benton is like, if this is the Robert Benton that she's talking about, he's like a three-time Oscar winner. He wrote, really, he wrote and directed Kramer versus Kramer with oh. Meryl Streep and Dustin Hoffman, wow. and uh, his other Oscar was for Best Original Screenplay for Places in the Heart, which won Sally Field her second Oscar. So I was like,
1: huh, that's some pretty that's a like thing.
0: a-list. Uh, guests there but you know of course he only was the no- best <laughs> yes too bad he doesn't have four oscars <laughs> mm. yeah but he also wrote the screen pl- uh screenplay for like bonnie and clyde and i i tried looking up sally the wife sally rendig i think and i couldn't find much on her work but i'm sure she's fabulous you know
1: yeah we love sally
0: yes uh so she's heating up these um Ina is heating up the i keep wanting to say hash browns but uh why am i blanking Breakfast the, potatoes. The,
1: the potatoes, yeah. Yeah, why uh, 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 home fries. fries? Yes, home sorry. fries. They're I there. always
0: get those confused. Uh, I don't know why. Okay, so let's get the bell of the ball shows up. This is Barbara Liverman in the flesh. She's holding a bottle of prosecco and a Chinese takeout container of blood from her most recent victim.
1: You know <laughs> I just love
0: God. how she shows up, and she's like showing. It also it.
1: doesn't seem like enough.
0: It does not.
1: It seems like enough for like three people and that's it.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, she should have like, she only had one bottle of champagne. So I, I don't, I, I would have at least three bottles of champagne and that container would be filled with the blood. Yeah. It wasn't it even,
1: it wasn't even completely full.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe one of them aren't, isn't a drinker, but still, I, I agree with that. She does have a thermos of coffee. So, but you know, she didn't ask kind of if she wanted any. I know. So let's break this down. So, <sighs> Barbara says, I'm using your recipe for b- mimosas, but I'm using Prosecco
1: instead of champagne. Don't you think that's better? The way and, it, it's just
0: the way that she says it.
1: <laughs> and Ina, like, it's fully the way she says it. And Ina, like, catches herself for a bit. She's a little off guard. She's like, oh, oh. Oh, um, yeah, I think that's fabulous or whatever she says.
0: Yes. If this was like RuPaul's Drag Race, there'd be like the shade rattle. Like the inserted. rattle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Ina like turns slow motion. But you're right. She's totally caught off guard. She says, I, I love Prosecco. And then she says, so this is Ina talking. She says, so I do a third uh, of juice and then two thirds Prosecco. Is that what you do? and Barbara does she holds up the blood orange juice and says oh no no I guess that's what I like I think Barbara agreed with that and then <laughs> I don't know if this is like subtle shade but I loved it but Barbara's kind of like I, did, I think it was Barbara who says it. I Barbara holds up the orange juice and she says oh and Ina says I love the flavor out of it it's just a little bit more bitter and yes. it's just like just like you Barbara
1: <laughs> she gives her a little bit of shade it's yeah it was very much a battle of manners, you know It what was. I
0: mean? Nervous laugh. Insert nervous laugh here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I I know that Barbara and her probably go back along, you know, they're friends. But of like,
1: course.
0: I mean, honestly, I will say this. Insert shade rattle after I say this. I do like Prosecco more than champagne. And I don't know what, like, the difference really is. But there is something that I I prefer in Prosecco over champagne. What that is, I don't
1: know. They're very interchangeable with mimosas. And also like, if we are changing out orange juice for blood orange, like why not change the champagne for Prosecco, you know, it's 61 half a dozen of the other. But also like, this is someone who, I love Ina obviously, but like, it's sort of hard to make a mimosa your recipe when it's literally just like pouring champagne and blood orange juice together in a glass. Yes. You know, it's like a mimosa is a mimosa.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not rocket science here. It's just pouring two ingredients in one flute, champagne flute. Yeah, I, I, I think if I was Barbara, I would have approached it, like, somehow, like... Um, now, I know your, uh, you know, mimosa recipe, which I use all the time, but I thought I'd try something different. I'm going to use Prosecco this time. Yes. Yeah, or don't you think that's
1: fun or, or something? She, or she could have used one of Ina's catchphrases and said... I'm gonna turn up the volume. <gasps> yes, there you we know, go. You know, she could yes. have met her halfway, you know. also with say.
0: the volume turned up. Yes. <laughs> Bitter, just like you. <laughs> uh, so Ina starts the eggs. Um, and after they're cooked, she's gonna add chives and goat cheese. Do you approve of this? Do you like this addition?
1: I do. I um I I, I think I think the cheese led to its soupiness. I feel like that did not help. Yes. And also half and half. Oh my god uh jeez yeah um, she puts them half and half and she doesn't shy away no we use water uh generally for my eggs yeah i've but, done uh, i've done both
0: really yeah and i think she said earlier something about like the less liquid the better but like she does put more butter in, in the end too so i think with the, the combination of the goat cheese half and half butter it it's kind of soupy
1: yeah but can, i think yeah. this, but i think the flavors sound really good Yes, I'm always down for some goat cheese and chives
0: and anything. Um, So Barbara's opening this bottle of Prosecco and aiming it right at Ina's head.
1: Don't (laughs) shoot. Don't hit it at me.
0: (laughs) She's like, what are you doing? Um, I I love it. Um, And so she pops the Prosecco. Barbara makes the first one for Ina, extra blood orange. Uh, they cheers and Barbara asks, "How good is that?" And I was like, "It's amazing." And Barbara's like, "I know." It, it was almost like this sort of congratulatory <laughs> situation.
1: God, she wants. She's vying for her own Food Network show.
0: <laughs> she is. What would it be called? I don't even know. It's Barbara's uh, turn.
1: <laughs> Bar- Barbara bakes. Or... Barbara
0: bakes. Yes. Who knows? Name title to follow.
1: Yeah, give us sound off in the comments. Uh, yeah. What is <laughs> <wedges> Barbara's <laughs>
0: what would be? I, show. I feel like there's something really obvious that we'll think of maybe before not the, gr- of the episode. I'm not
1: great, I'm not great with puns, but I'll try to brainstorm a little
0: bit. Yeah. Liberman, Barbara. Okay. Anyway, Ina puts Barbara on scrambled egg duty. Um and Ina crumbles in the goat cheese. Uh she adds a little pat of butter. I like the word "pat" of butter. Yeah, I, I don't think know, that's... that's like really charming to me. I don't yes, know. Yes, me too. Uh, so at this point, uh, Bobby, Robert, and Sally show up, and Ina declares that Bobby's birthday bash is about to begin. Um, and Ina leaves the gang to talk amongst themselves and finishes off the hash browns again. I call them hash browns, home fries, by adding the ham, scallions, and parsley. You know, she gives the sausages a yeah. quick turn. And now she, uh, she shows us how to make this mustard mayonnaise. Are you into this? Would you eat this I, mustard mayo? I'd eat it.
1: I mean, it's a lot of mayo, but I'd eat it.
0: Yeah, some people, one of my best friends just doesn't like mayo. I, I know a couple people like that. I love mayo. Yeah, me too. Um, I'd be into this. I think it's like a really good balance. There's whole grain mustard, Dijon, and a little sour cream, I think is like the perfect complement to all that. I feel like it mellows out because mustard can be crazy. Let's Let's yeah. be honest here.
1: How big can that be? How bad can that be?
0: So Ina calls up upon Sally, and I don't know if you know if you're a Harry Potter fan or not, but she looks like Madam Hooch from Harry Potter. That hair, oh my God, that like she spiky does. hair. Oh
1: <laughs> my she totally does. You're and like so right. the weird
0: eyeglasses or sunglasses. Hundred um, percent good eye. Yeah, so she she's basically there to like hold the buns as Ina puts the sandwich or the sausages into them. And
1: and she didn't she beckon her over by being like you guys are having too much fun. I need a helper. Yes,
0: I do. There cannot
1: be fun being had without Ina there.
0: It's so true. She will do anything in her power. I think that's really where her, um, you know, her entertaining skills are, entertainment skills are top notch because she really does find a way to make everything ahead to get to maximize her guests, which I think is smart. To be honest, like I do uh, subscribe to that.
1: Me too. I think it's a great
0: way to entertain. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you noticed this, but I feel like Ina is losing her voice towards the end. I wrote
1: it down. Yes. I wrote it down. I was like, is she okay? <laughs> she, got so, she got so raspy.
0: I know. I don't know if she was like sick or what was going on, but I. it happened in other episodes. Like, you know, yeah. if you have a cold, you sometimes just have to push through it, I guess.
1: I guess it's from all the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: She's clearing her throat too much. You she know. needs another, it's the blood orange mimosa. Barbara probably poisoned her to be honest. I,
1: can you believe, can you, it's very uh, like singing in the rain where. Uh, yes, there we go. You know, yes. Get, but also in her defense, I think I've started to lose my voice throughout this podcast. So I can't say <laughs> I, bl- I can't say I
0: That's all good. Um. So finally, this is the home stretch really. So wow. uh, it's a good thing where uh, they are sitting down you know, everyone's serving themselves and passing things around. I, my next note, the eggs are soup is my next note. Um, Robert Benton needs to know how to identify the best chicken sausages because I brought it up. And he's like, well, how do you get the best chicken sausages? And she's like, well, I go to the store and I <laughs> buy six different kinds. <laughs> it's like, okay. I mean, it's it, there's logic there, but it's just so funny. Like, I know who has the time? But I mean, she does because it's her profession.
1: But that's sort of setting the, you know, because Ina, of course, one of her key phrases is good. I mean, hello, your podcast, good vanilla, good olive oil, good this, you know, so like everyone's like, well, what makes it good, right? So like, is she saying that for anything she says is good, uh, you have to get six different kinds and try? I'm curious. Yeah, she said it. The first thing that comes to my mind is olive oil. She's like, I just try different
0: types of olive oil. I was like, but that's a big investment, especially if you're buying like, High quality olive oil. If you're stuck yeah. with it, but I mean, I've even the even the tinier
1: bottles are kind of expensive.
0: Yeah. So you know, but I I I see where she's going with that. Sure. So Ina brings out the corn muffins, which is like we said before, in replacement of the birthday cake. No candles, says Bobby. Ah. Uh. Um. And I mean, one thing that we didn't talk about. One of my favorite things about a Bear for Contessa episode is the ending. How does it end? Is there a flourish? Uh. Or is she crawling in a tent with Jeffrey? You know, like I, but this one's pretty, pretty subtle. She says, Happy Man. birthday, Bobby. Love you. Does she
1: kiss him on the lips? I think she, I, thought, I think it was a very cheat. close, very, very, okay. very close. She's of do that generation, though. Like that mm-hmm. generation, they kiss each other on the lips in a non sexual way, I feel.
0: Yeah, I don't think I could do it. I mean, I can't imagine kissing my friends on the lips. I don't know, but to each his own. Ooh, and that's how like, Ina chooses to ooh, celebrate Bobby. Ooh,
1: like I come, like part of my family is Italian and like sure. my like great aunt, whenever I see her 90 some, she smacks me right on the list.
0: Sure, I could you see know? that. I have a couple of aunts. Yeah, that might do that. But um, that, that's the ending. I wish we got like a more like, you know, a funnier ending, but that's what, I mean, Ina's voice was going out. She had to just, she had to wrap it up.
1: She had to wrap it up. She had to wrap it up. We had to roll the credits.
0: I know. And speaking of wrapping it up, I, I guess that's that's the end of the episode. What Very an episode. Sad. I Very know. Sad. Oh my goodness, Remy. Thank you for being here and taking some time out. What a thrill to have you on the pod. Where can you. our good vanilla listeners find more of you?
1: Uh, well, uh, TikTok is a big one. Uh, it's my name, Remy Germanario. You can look at the, this podcast description (laughs) to to see how to spell my name. Good luck. And Instagram (laughs) is also the same, uh, Remy Germanario.
0: Excellent. Again, thank you for being here. Thank you for talking about Ina and, Oh my gosh, that Reed Roman story, I, I still can't. I remember seeing it and I remember I felt like I met her. <laughs> you were Aww. like living out so many of our fantasies. It's such a thrill and I wish you all the best and can't wait Aww. to see what you, what you pump out next. We're all rooting for you.
1: Fabulous. <laughs>
0: So that is all I have for you this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can follow it on Instagram at goodvanillapod, and you can also send me an email at goodvanillapod at gmail.com. Also, I made a group for The Good Vanilla on Facebook. Very easy to find. Just search The Good Vanilla. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review. Or just tell another barefoot Contessa fanatic that also works too. And if you want to know where to get more of me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Kachanov. And you can also find me on my other two podcasts these days, The Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour, where I am covering the current All-Star 7 season of RuPaul's Drag Race with my good pal Amanda Kaczynski, And of course, my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast with Colin Drucker. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Stay safe and I'll see you next time.